don't you have a seat right over here for me? The Fakertarians, John Hudak and company, absolutely are entirely scum. I don't trust. I'm I don't sorry. trust. <laughs> I don't trust these motherfuckers at all, yeah. and they're absolute fucking scumbags. Good night, Moon. Good night, Moon. Good night, cow jumping over the moon. It sucks, okay? Because Hudak is has become like this annoying fucking bugaboo in the movement, right? Mm -hmm. But I have a soft spot for John Hudak. Like, honest to God, I do, right? Like, we, a little bit of context is important. If you don't know who John Hudak is, if you don't know who Fakertarians are and what they are about, it helps in, in this context because these are the people who have been going after Tom Woods for years, specifically to discredit him. I know some good games we could play, said the cat. I know some new tricks, said the cat in the hat. A lot of good tricks. I will show them to you. Uh -oh. Your mother will not mind at all if I do. Uh-oh. Me and that guy will exchange words when the time comes because I think we need to talk about that in person and certainly hash that out. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 49 of the Fakertarians podcast. I'm your host, John Hudak, along with Jeremy Kantorowitz, Archie Flower, and our tech guy. So we have some uh, guests joining us today. They're two members of the New Mexico Libertarian Party. Um, one of them is running for uh, the governor nomination, the primaries on Tuesday, and the other is just a member. So we're having them join in a little bit. We had a little bit of a scheduling conflict where they couldn't make it. We were originally going to start at 6. So we're just going to talk a little bit about the LP while they get situated. So uh, anything notable happened, guys, these last few days? Nothing um, I can think of off the top of my head. Well, I mean, there's there's obviously the business list and the goings-on there. You mean Karen Ann's blog? <laughs> <laughs> Karen Ann's blog, yeah. Um what between trying to um, make sure that that history is rewritten um, with her with her suspension because the delegates said it never happened so it never happened even though it happened. No, I noticed though if you look at the LNC email list, like when you pull it up and you scroll to the top, with the new things she just submitted a few minutes ago. Um, I think it's like 11 of the 12 threads I see right now are started by her. She is just, she is on a roll right now. <laughs> she's got a, she's got a den mother, den mother, the, the list. And we'll talk about, if we have time before the guests get on, we'll talk a little bit about that SPLC uh, motion where she's really mad that some of the other Mises people are voting against it. But one <laughs> thing I did want to talk about is the fact that our best friend, Dave Smith, is now one of the people in charge of the Libertarian Party Twitter. Any thoughts on that, or do you want me to just kind of launch into my rant about it? Oh, if you I want actually to. think um, I, I actually think that with that being the case, uh, Mr. Winograd may get his uh, deepest wish. Which is what? Oh, oh, yeah. okay. I I know the, what you're talking the, about. The that. LP National account uh, tweeting out the N word. 
Did hey, Jacob, if you're watching, uh, go F yourself. But uh, I think there is a little bit of a conflict of interest there, I will say. Because Dave likes to do the thing, and even like I saw Josh talking about, Josh Smith the other day talking about this. Dave likes to do the thing where he's like, oh, I haven't made up my mind yet on if I'm running or not. But we all know he is. It's been, it's been an open secret that the Mises Caucus presidential ticket in 2024 is going to be Dave as president and Maj, Maj Torre as vice president. And the fact that they're denying that is hilarious, especially because a few days ago, Heist made a post in the Mises Caucus group saying the road to Dave Smith 2024 starts now. So there's a little bit of a messaging issue. I think they need to get on the same page there. <laughs> I don't yeah, think they do need to get on the same yeah, page. I, I think they already are on the same page. Um, didn't somebody say to like, um, you know, like, uh, oh, Dave Cohen or Dave. Amish yeah. Or, so someone in the, then, in the group on that thread. Him. Yeah. He said, they said that it should be Dave as president and Spike Cohen as vice president. And Heist was like, no, Dave Maj. And then they, there were some arguments about that, like nothing like explosive or anything, but they were going back and forth because this has been the plan since I think, I think we reported it in 2020. We had a source come to us and say that uh, it was talked about on a Mises caucus donor call. And I've seen, I've talked to some people privately beyond that since then. And everything I've heard has been that that has been the plan. I, I've never heard. Oh, actually, I did hear something that they were talking about other vice presidential candidates at one point, but I had never heard anything about them wavering on running Dave for president. Like that John? was definitely happening. Yeah. Uh, Ginger is here. Okay. Yeah. Bring her in. So you can go back. We're setting up. We're setting up. Still setting oh, up? Still, okay. Still give, me up? A, okay. <laughs> give me a hand gesture when you're ready, okay? Okay, we got our, we got the guests backstage again. That's that's both of them in the so, uh, in the video. So here's my question though: um, Who can Maj wish happy birthday to that will get him dropped from the ticket? <laughs> that's a good question. I I mean I bet if he said happy birthday to me, but we got like a another seven months for that, so he's gonna have to wait a bit. Any any sooner birthdays? Any anyone in here? Anyone is is Maj really gonna be likely to wish you a happy birthday? No. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know who. Because obviously, wishing someone a happy birthday is just way over the line, fellas. I mean, that's just that's just. I don't think he would wish anybody a happy birthday. That would that would get him a boot. No, he'd be more likely to say something dumb on Twitter. Like, what was it, Martha Bueno? He was talking to when he said the thing about like he said she had a nice mouth when they were arguing. Yeah, I think so. He said it to some female activist in the LP. I don't know who it was. I think it was Martha. I think that was about a year ago. Because he, the dude is just totally unhinged. All right. And for our guests backstage, if you guys are ready, just give me a thumbs up to let me know. Can they hear us? Yes, they can hear us. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he is. He's just... What did he get? Oh, I think, that guy, I think that guy in the back just gave a thumbs up. All right, so welcome to our guest today. Both on the same camera. Oh, can you hear us all right? 
Oh. Nope. nope, maybe they're still set. Unmute. I can't hear them now. Testing, testing. We may have to undo that. Um, I'm so sorry. Sorry, sorry guys. No worries. Sorry. You guys are a little bit loud, by the way. The mic's, <laughs> if you can hear me still, the mic's a little bit loud. Is that something but, we can adjust? I think it's something we can adjust. We can yeah, adjust that, can. yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Are the, you're, okay, they're ready now. Okay. Good. Yeah, I guess we can hear you. Can you hear us? We can. Yes. All right. So, welcome both of you to the podcast. Uh, I'll just let you. I'll let you introduce both. Both of you introduce yourselves. Go ahead, Kayla. Well, my name's Kaylin Dreer, and I'm in, I'm on your comments a lot. And, and you're Bernalillo County Sheriff. You know, yeah, I'm I'm Mr. Don Cofter, one and only. One year anniversary this week. And uh, now I'm running as the Libertarian Party candidate for uh, Bernalillo County here in New Mexico, which is, includes Albuquerque. For sheriff? Yeah, for sheriff. With very good reason? Basically because we have one of the most corrupt police forces in the country. Yes. The and Department of Justice is parked here and has been for years. But Kaylin is also an individual with autism. Oh, yeah. And the autistic community and the disabled community is very much adversely affected by law enforcement. I am a mother of two special needs children, and it is nightly. I, since they were tiny, I have been woken up with terror of them having any kind of interaction. One of my sons thinks it's hysterical to do the exact opposite of anything anyone says. And I know that if he comes in contact with law enforcement, it would end horrifically. And so we basically just kind of self-isolate so that that doesn't happen. And I can't, they're 19. I cannot continue to let that happen for the rest of their lives. And so Kaylin is my hero. I mean, thankfully you live in a small town. I mean, Albuquerque, I live in Albuquerque. Right. And they're just, oh, I got a fear. It's horrific. It's horrific. They shot a man who was just butt naked because they feared for their life. And I'm like, from what? No, I mean, you know, so Cameron is my hero for doing this, for, for running it, it, you know, as, a, as a sheriff candidate and bringing attention to the fact that law enforcement absolutely is horrific. They control here. It's out of control in, in the entire country, the nation, in New Mexico. New Mexico is number one in police shootings in the country wow. last year. So, yeah. So, he's representing a lot and carrying a lot on his shoulders for a young individual. And I think he should be applauded across the world for what he's doing. No, absolutely. Sounds Good. like it. So, Ginger, what are you, what are you running for? Oh, and I'm Ginger G. Greider. I am the writing candidate for governor for the Libertarian ticket for New Mexico. I found myself in this position uh, when I heard, and I, and I was very much very well aware of the individual who ended up on our ticket. Her name is Karen Madoni. I would suggest that everyone please go watch every single social media thing she has. She is on every platform that has I, ever been made. I have shared it to like the their group, so that's why I kind of got you guys on. She makes insane videos. She is. She wants to. We got rid of qualified immunity here in New Mexico recently. Yeah, she, totally. 
She would like to bring that back because she thinks that it makes it harder for police to do their jobs. Um, she is for the red flagging of women's reproductive parts and on all abortions. A 72 hour class of pro life indoctrination. And then to make it cost between fifty and hundred thousand dollars to obtain an abortion. So basically, if you are an ultra wealthy senator or congressman who happens to knock up your secretary or intern or girlfriend, then yeah, you can get one. But if you are a poor woman who just would rather not be pregnant, then sorry about you. Yeah, I was I was going through her uh, her campaign page earlier. And I saw too she was pro border wall, which is oh, interesting. Okay. Paragraph... She, she said in our convention that she would go down and build it herself. Well then. <laughs> yeah, I saw her videos she talks about that she went and looked at the border and how it was just she talked about the people on the other side of the border how they were disgusting trash and that we need to prevent that from coming over. And as a libertarian, as a human being, as a thinking individual, I don't believe that anyone is illegal for being a human being. And I'm not down with calling people disgusting trash. She said, she's, she also said the same stuff about the homeless people here in Albuquerque. Suggesting that they should get mandatory rehabilitation. Yes. Is a cop. Yeah, she she is she advocated for forcibly caging disenfranchised people who happen to find themselves homeless and are addicts and having them put in rehab, which equates to having police round them up and put them in re-education centers which sounds awful final solution to me. Oh, and Albuquerque, Albuquerque Police Department has a history of just shooting homeless people. I mean, it made national attention like about like, what, like eight years ago, mm -hmm. there was uh, James Boyne. He was like a homeless person kind of by the city of mountains and like schizophrenic and the police gang and literally just shot him because they were like, oh. And it's crazy. Like, does she know the history behind, like, how bad the police interact with homeless people here? I mean, no, I mean, I'm it seems like that's that. what she wants. It's exactly what she wants. So how did she end up getting the, the nomination, exactly? But she doesn't have the nomination. Oh, yeah, no, I, no but she's on the ballot, right? In New Mexico, we have, we have, um, the Libertarian Party is actually a major party because we have a strong number of you know registered Libertarians and, and we, we got Gary. Yeah, so and that allows us to do primaries. And basically, what she did is she she started off as a you know a candidate in the Republican race. Basically, she's basically narcissistic, I'd say, and like. She felt like she wasn't getting enough attention in the um, GOP primary. She was, she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go elsewhere." And it, like, there's a video I, I shared it to the 
to the group. But basically, she was like, if I go as a libertarian, I don't have to get as much ballot signatures as an independent. And basically, her fan base is just a bunch of mega boomers. And like she was like, I'm going, I'm going to have them switch their registration to libertarian because um, basically, in order to get on the ballot, you need members of your own party to sign sign your petition. And basically, what they did is they temporary many of them they temporarily switched over from Republican to libertarian, and it, basically they you know, and they got her the the number of signatures she needed. And then what's actually interesting is how much how many of them switch back to Republican to get back yeah. to put in the primaries? Yeah. So what happened was it's four days before our signatures were required because we required for the Libertarian Party in New Mexico it's based on the number of party members you have. So for the Libertarians we only require two hundred and eighty signatures to appear on the ballot. She managed to convince 280 Republicans to switch to Libertarian, and they signed her petitions. Within a week, 68% had switched back. She came to convention, and all she needed was seven people to, because of the amount of people in attendance in our convention was very small, so she only needed seven people to vote for her. At convention, and since she had met the signature requirement with Secretary of State, and she got seven people, more than seven people, to vote for her at convention, then she made it onto the ballot. I, I was aware of all of this when it was happening. My husband was calling me because, strangely enough, she's from Farmington, New Mexico, which is in the northwest northwestern corner Napo four corners yeah four corners area i'm from a little teeny tiny town called Potales, new mexico it's right on the border of texas uh about 30 minutes away from texas i've actually been there a few times i live in i live in amarillo so i know where oh, oh. Mexico is. Well, you know, Portales is yes so she comes to Portales. well i have been the chair of the libertarian party since 2016. she has been to my home she knows that I am the chair. And she came and switched to Libertarian in my town without informing me. And my husband was called me and told me, and he said, Karen's going to swap to Libertarian. And is it okay if I cuss? I'm here. Yeah. 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 yeah you're going to you, you ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That ain't happening. I said, I just saw her. She's over at El Rancho. She said, There's no big announcement, whatever. You're full of shit. And then 30 minutes later, lo and behold, there she is on my county courthouse steps, sw- swapping to Libertarian. And I was like, oh, dear God. And so I knew I was going to convention. I heard her speak. She said she was going to build the wall herself. She got booed by all the legacy Libertarians, but she brought half the Navajo Nation with her. And so they're back there just clapping like party puppets. And you know, like what if she brought a bunch of her supporters, and one of them was like dressed up as Uncle Sam with a blue Lives Matter flag shirt. Do you realize you're in the convention of the party that probably the most anti police? I mean, yeah, I mean, you're with, I mean, the guy that punched Manny Gonzalez. The sheriff. Here. Yeah. Well, I mean, when they when when she was asked about qualified immunity, she didn't know what it was. All she said was, 
it makes it harder for police to do their job. And of course, got booed down by every lady <laughs> in the room. And when she was done, you know, speaking, saying the words, um, I just got up and we have an open mic at, at our convention that allows anyone who wants to jump in. And I just stood up and said, listen, we all heard what we just heard. And there is no way in good conscience that I can allow her to appear on our ballot under the libertarian banner. So I am declaring as a write-in and I have been playing catch up ever since then. So that's who we are. Yeah. Yeah. So in contrast to her platform, what's your platform like? My platform is freedom, freedom, you know, actual freedom, not the the buzzword that conservative. Not the wall. Yeah, not not the wall. No, I want, you know, I'm not a completely ridiculous person. I mean, I'm not just like, let's just throw it open and let anybody, you know, but smart, smart, quick immigration. Let's get through the You know, let's get people through. Let's get them through. Let's get them processed. Let's not make it cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Let's not make it take 10 or 20 years. Get them in, interview them. They're coming anyways. Let's get them in, get them processed, and let them work. We live in a minority-majority state. My entire life, I have known people who are illegal. I don't believe humans are illegal. Well, I grew, I grew up mainly in the Midwest, and I got along well with like all the you know Mexican migrant workers, their children. So, and I mean, honestly, I'd say those people are more harder working than all the gringos up there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not afraid of the tamale lady. She doesn't oh, scare yeah. me. Her kids don't scare me. You know, we uh, we ran a construction company for 25 years in the, in the state of New Mexico. This these people are not scary. I, every dairy worker I know has a fake social security number. And anything, I'd find the border patrol more scary. I mean, they can. I mean, there's technically like a um, there's a board. You know, there's like a certain radius from the border that. Basically, you know, you cannot, it, they can legally suspend the constitutional rights of you. And it, yeah, I mean. It's a hundred miles. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we I've have that here. But yeah, so my platform is freedom. It is on an immigration. It's let's get them in. Let's get them processed. Let's get, they're coming anyways. Let's be smart about it. Uh, bodily autonomy, 100%. Government has no place in your doctor's office. Um, education, the you know, we're already taxing people and taking their money. I was a special needs advocate for 10 years. Give the money back to the parents. Let them decide what they want to do. If they want to put their kids in public school, more power to you. If you want to homeschool your children, take the money and use it however you see fit. If you want to band together with a bunch of other parents and hire a teacher, then enrich that person and have them teach your child whatever you want to do because it's your money it's your child it's your business it's not the government's because i'm a libertarian yeah no exactly so how's your campaign been going so far do you think you have a, a good amount of support mine yeah libertarians in new mexico know who i am uh i was the secretary of state candidate uh ran with gary in his congressional race her, her daughter was like i i met 
I, when I was getting involved here, I got involved with Gary's Senate campaign, and like, I was so uh, so thrilled to know that you're mother. My daughter ran the volunteer uh, coordination for Gary's uh, congressional run, and that's how she met Kaylin. And then I met Kaylin through through this. But yes, um, I was a secretary of state candidate in 2018. Got five percent. I got six percent of the oh. vote. Thirty-five thousand six hundred votes in nine weeks. Our SOS candidate dropped out, and I jumped in to fill the spot. Um, and so. I feel like it's going good. Uh, I hope that every New Mexico libertarian that's out there that knows I'm running will write me in. They have to fill in the bubble because I am the proud owner of a bubble and a line. And I need the <laughs> bubble filled in and I need Exactly as Ginger G. Grider. It has to be written exactly like that. Um, yeah. And I've done all I can. I, I did 1,200 mailers to every libertarian who voted in the last two primaries. Uh, I've hired a door knocker to knock Albuquerque metro area. Uh, I have a phone banker that is currently phone banking 1400 numbers that we have that are good. I am doing two text pushes and I, I, I just don't know what else to do. I, I, my website's up. I'm trying is, as hard as I can to keep is it there, updated. Um... Is there, because a lot of people watching this are out of state. Right. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure they're pissed off by like, you know, the Mises takeover last weekend. And they don't, you know, New Mexico is pretty anti-Mises. I'll put that out there. I mean, they supported someone that, uh, was it the Duns that like tried to challenge our ballot access in court? And the, yeah, but yeah, I mean, and I'm pretty sure a lot of this audience would be very interested in you know trying to prevent you know someone like Karen Bedoni from getting this the ballot or from getting the nomination here. She just can't. Yes. She cannot, guys. She cannot appear on our ballot. She is an ultra hyper partisan QAnon Trumper. She literally supported it. She tweeted out in support of QAnon like in twenty. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, in 2019, like when yeah. Trump had some stupid rally here near Albuquerque, and he owns the city of Albuquerque, like thousands of dollars for security fees. But anyway, she she was like speaking there, and she like tweeted out like cute, and but she spelled cute instead of with a C, wrote it with a Q and hashtag QAnon. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> She yeah, just, that is that she is a rough one. Our ballot, guys. I just need every libertarian, every registered libertarian, whether you've ever voted in the primary or not, to please go to the polls on June seventh and fill in the bubble and write me in. Please, we cannot allow her to appear under the Libertarian Party's name. Yeah. It would be horrific. I mean, I, like it. we did look at her website before the interview started, and uh, yeah, she just she seems like your average QAnon Trumper, like, like end okay. cancel culture, but also end CRT. I mean, isn't that isn't that their own mm -hmm. cancel culture? Whatever CRT, I don't know. <laughs> but like, it's or it's like 
she wants to like what is it the american exceptionalism in, in the classroom i mean she just says so many words without saying oh, yeah. anything She's at all like, and suicides it's like how <laughs> if, you, if you go on my if you go on my facebook page you will see my for, for libertarian governor page she just spends all day she has these sock accounts and she just spends all day or cultists like her that just, just like spamming it's just karen shoes karen fry bread karen trucks karen and i'm like this <laughs> are just words oh know? my god there was one of her supporters like who is like in her one of her groups they're like oh we, we just learned this is after like she announced we just learned that karen Vidoni is a challenger in the libertarian primary please pray against her is basically what it said like like wow and she she was claiming that like she 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 didn't feel welcome in the gop because she wasn't christian enough yet she is like her her supporters are like ultra religious fundamentalists like they're just they have a whole prayer group that's praying against me <laughs> Well, then she has these like trolls, or probably the more younger of her supporters, which really aren't a lot, because most of her supporters are people, who are just like, like one of them accused me of being paid by the GOP to smear her. Oh, like where's my money, Steve Pierce? Yeah. The, yeah. Chair, the chair of the. I chair. am being paid by MLG and the Republican Party at the same time. Like, why, why would they pay me, who I've publicly called them, you know, a cult of personality for Trump? Like, why would they be giving me money? Oh, and like, I don't know if you saw this, but like, someone edited the Libertarian Party page, Libertarian Party of New Mexico's Wikipedia page, and basically made it that like, Karen, no, Ginger Grider has been endorsed by all these wacky figures. Jennifer, let me, I'll pull it up. Were they I mean, real endorsements or is it totally fake? Uh, some, are, some of them are real. Nick Sarwark, the Sarwark and Gary Johnson. Sarwark and the Johnson endorsement are real. But let me read it. I took it. And then uh, since convention, uh, my husband spoke with uh, Joe Jorgensen in the elevator and she said that she would endorse me. She hasn't publicly come out and done so yet, but she said she would. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, and all of the caucuses said they don't have time to have meetings, but classical liberals said that they would endorse me. Uh, Liberty Advocates has endorsed me. Oh, I can't even, I'm just in a whirlwind and I caught the crowd no, from right. national. Been, so I'm well, just, I don't think they can endorse, but they've been critical of Karen Vidoni because she's written a bunch of anti-trans garbage under her that's well, and, you know, I mean, and people kept telling me that she was endorsed by Mises. So while I was at National, I saw Tom Woods at the bar and I asked him if we could speak for a moment. And I asked him point blank if he endorsed her and if Mises endorsed her. And he said, I don't even know who she is. Tell me about her. <laughs> and I told him about her. I think, and he said, no, we did not. We I, did think not the, I think the, I because the uh, Dunn family, they gone uh -uh. i don't know it's no, really they have nothing to do with that it's I but like can i am i able to send you the uh like endorsement list that some troll like messed with yeah yeah 
Uh, for your Facebook yeah. Messenger. Yeah, send it to yeah. Facebook. All right. Yeah, this works. is insane, and I will read it off. Okay. But I don't know if you can. It's a it's a third iteration of, of an endorsement list. But yes, the, the Sarwar <laughs> one is real, and the Johnson one is real. Um, but it's a it's a good. And one. I'm kind of. But they. And Kaylin is real. But they but they put it something crazy. But here I sent it to. Okay. Are you able to uh, put it on the screen? Let them read yeah, it. Yeah, give me one second. Let them read it. Okay, it's I'm gonna. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw it up on the screen. Or no, I'll just. I'll read it off right now. I'll explain. Okay. The party will have a gubernatorial candidate in the 2022 election, which is the first time that the party will have a gubernatorial candidate appear on the ballot. A primary is being contested between Karen Bedoni and Ginger G. Grider. It's Grider. 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 Just yes. making sure. Yes. Ginger G. Grider, the write-in candidate for the party's gubernatorial nomination, is endorsed by former National Chair Nicholas Sarwark, mm -hmm. former Governor Gary Johnson, no Albuquerque's Don Cofter and Antifa Terry and Harris, <laughs> uh, New Mexico's Drug Dealers and Prostitutes Association. I feel like that's not a real thing. Uh, Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Everyone's going for that endorsement. But Albuquerque nudist Don Schrader. That that's a you could tell so much from New Mexico from that because he, he's a real person. Yeah, he he's like he goes around like almost with just shorts around even in winter. I mean, he's he's actually an interesting guy to talk to. He's like very anti-war. But I mean, I don't think he even votes from what I read. Yeah, He's yeah. a non-voting anarchist. But anyway. So we got we got more. We got Nutter Butter, Patrick Starr, the ghost of Billy the Kid. I mean, that's an important demographic. You can read people now alive. It's pretty impressive. Albuquerque's gangs. I'm glad they all found something they could come together on. New Mexican stoners. <laughs> she's a, she's a cannabis farmer. Homeless advocate Daniel Chernow, I think it is. Um, some angry senior citizen in Las Cruces, Beavis and Butthead, and Tim Walsh. You know, these sound more or less like excellent endorsements. <laughs> That's I what mean, I thought. I mean, they're crazy, but it's the no. total opposite. No, no one was trying to make me look crazy. It's a group of people that are friends with my husband. And they are—they edit Wikipedia articles. I mean, who knows? It's the most dope list ever. I thought it was the greatest list of endorsements in the no, history ever. So yeah, I'm I proud. like how it ends. Is I Tim Walsh a real person? Um, I'm sorry. Is Tim Walsh a real person? Because I just thought it was yeah, funny how he was our gubernatorial candidate. He he used to work for Gary Johnson, and he okay. had to drop out. Okay, I just thought it was funny how it lists through like a bunch of like ghosts and like TV characters and stuff, and then it just ends with and Tim Walsh. No, because <laughs> no, he was our he was our gubernatorial candidate. Yeah, no, that's no, right. it is, but uh, James Ogle. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be a good endorsement. That's a but that's a really niche libertarian. Oh yeah, joke. yeah. I don't think people watching might get that one, but <laughs> so the New Mexico party in general, what is it like? Like, is it I think you've said like the Mises takeover hasn't really materialized there. What they don't the even really try. They don't exist here. They're not a thing. So I like mean, the Mises members are generally just Austrian econ people. Yeah. And a lot of them actually kind of like, I know one of them like 
she left after realizing that they're just right wing identity politic BS. And they, they have very little to do with Mises himself. But, it, but generally, we are very focused on trying to run candidates in local elections. I mean, Chris Lucini, our chairman, is, he's always like at our meetings, like, hey, you should run for something. They're like, you should run in this race that's probably going to have, that's probably going to be unopposed. <laughs> so, you know, we're very active in trying to get candidates on the ballot whether, you know, be for a statewide race or local races. I mean, I mean we've had some elected libertarians here, like well, Andrew Kennedy. Andrew Kennedy is an elected libertarian. Um, he yeah. is from Carlsbad, and in his race for Soil and Water Board got more votes in that race than... It was contested. In wow. any other vote, in, in, I mean, and there were, I don't know what the heck there were, but, but most votes cast for Soil, Soil and Water Board. Well, for actually, I, oh, well, I actually, I got, I ran partially, I was partially inspired by like, you know, I became famous from the old Don Copter incident. I was like, okay, I'm going to run for something. And since I, I'm a small farmer in the Albuquerque area, I'm going to run for soil and water board. I got, I lost, but I got 41,000 votes. And they said wow. that was like, like the third most votes for a libertarian affiliated candidate, not including Gary Johnson's runs. And more than I got. Well, I was running against some guy who has been in the board for nearly almost all my life. So I think I, I could probably win that race, win the race next, that's next year. No, it sounds like it. Do you yeah. want to, so for anyone who doesn't know, do you want to tell the audience a little bit about the Don Copter incident? And I know oh, some people no. know about it, but. It is. So basically what happened was me and a few of my friends, we, uh, Manny Gonzalez, he is the sheriff of Bernalillo County and he is corrupt as hell. I mean, he spent years trying to prevent the, um, trying to prevent, you know, his officers from wearing body cameras. So basically last year he decided I'm going to run for mayor of Albuquerque. So he was holding a rally and one of my friends, he was like, we're going to troll in with this uh, dildo shaped object attached to a drone. Like, do you want to come? I was like, okay, I'll come with, maybe I can ask him a hard question. So, you know, that happened. So basically, you know, they were trying to, like, I was in there with, you know, I was actually making sure cause like my friends with the drone, they were trying to get up and growing. It was making a bunch of noise and it was just like lying there. Oh, it's construction workers, maintenance workers. And then once they got it up on the ground, like people people there were also like, what's that? Is that like a drone? Is that a dildo to the drone? So like one of the business owners there, he grabbed it and I ran to recover it. I mean, I, I, mean, I was going to ask Manny a question, but he was already pissed off because some activists asked him a question. He was like, oh, God. So like, I ran to grab the drone out of there, and I was going to leave with it. But then his security security guards, which are his off-duty officers, they tackled me toward, towards the sheriff. And like I was just like in the defensive mode. And like I my hand land, basically grazed accidentally on his hand. And, you know, they're just like, 
Yeah, like I basically, they're like, okay, get out of here. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. But then you know what's crazy is they followed me out of the like building it was happening in. And all of a sudden, in the last second, they're like, oh, wait, let's arrest this kid. He might be affiliated with Tim Keller, the current mayor of Albuquerque. <laughs> and like, you know, it's crazy. It's like, like, you know, they arrested me and, you know, it was crazy as Manny the next day, he gave a news interview and he was like, I've had worse things happen to me. <laughs> so then, you know, but then like overnight I, I was in jail. So, and then like all these news stories came out, like man punches sheriff at, at a rally. And then once the video came out, you know, people were like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Because it was a dildo lace drone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, people were like, man, this kid's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I only gave one statement to the media, and that was like, basically, like, oh, I, I, I don't care for Tim Keller, and I identify as a libertarian. So there. And, the, like, you know, what's funny now is like, um, one of the, the staffer at our office, like the Libertarian Party in New Mexico's office, he was like, he was talking to someone about the Libertarian Party here. And like the person there was like, okay, I get that. Like, can you explain this one thing to me, this dong copter? And he was like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it was funny and everything else. And Kalen received nationwide or global wide. I went viral. He was viral, went viral for it. The fact of the matter is, is that they aggressed upon him. Oh, they assaulted him for trying to protect his personal property. My friend's personal property. It, yeah, and then imprisoned him, which is ridiculous, wrong, and awful. I mean, he could. He had the power. They basically used his power to arrest just this troll instead of just you know letting him go. And, you know, he wanted to make it a big news story, but hilariously it backfired on him. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, and actually there, I've had friends that, you know, that have been arrested by the sheriff's office here for filming or, you know, getting too close to them. So, the, you know, the, these people are corrupt. I mean, I'll tell you that. But, but basically I'm a folk hero here in Albuquerque. So, so is that uh is that what inspired you to run for sheriff? Yeah, I mean basically I was like, okay, I'm gonna well like I did so well in that soil and water board race last year that the party was like, you should run for something next year. I was like, you know, I, you know what I gotta do? I gotta run for sheriff after that incident. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like sounds like a good idea. Um, so when when is that uh, election? Is that in the, November? The, the the primary that it, it's Tuesday. Tuesday the okay. seventh. I, I don't have to worry because I'm running unopposed. Yeah, I was gonna ask if you had an opponent. I'm the only one that is that is running opposed. So, you know, libertarians are coming out in a huge way, good, bad, or ugly, because it's the first time we've ever had a gubernatorial candidate, and now we have two. 
And I just, you know, I, I'm just, I just ask that everyone go look, go look at both of our websites. I apologize that mine's not completely done, but like I said, I jumped in last minute, and I will be when I do make it on the ballot. When I, because I have faith in the libertarians of New Mexico, we are not stupid people. We do not lockstep vote, and just because her name's on the ballot and I'm a write-in, we research our votes, and oh, yeah. they know who I am. Just as long as they know that I'm an option, they will vote for me. And when that happens, I will be the very first ever cannabis producer, gubernatorial candidate in the history of ever, I believe. Wow. For a long time. I mean, oh, it's the yeah. founding fathers. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Modern days. Modern yeah. days. Since in the last 80 years. No, that's a pretty that's a pretty nice milestone. I will say so myself. And and we're and I'm going to whenever Kaylin met my daughter, uh, when he was came to volunteer for Gary's congressional no Senate campaign. Yeah, I, I was only campaign. slightly. I was 17 and I couldn't. And vote. he couldn't vote. So I was like, man, I want to help Gary so much. So let me volunteer. You know. So he came to volunteer and he told her. He said, you know what I really want to do is I really want to be a, a cannabis farmer. And she said, well, let me tell you what, my parents are industrial hemp farmers and they work a lot with, and we have been, we ran a, the medical cannabis advocacy group, uh, the only one that was registered with the secretary of state and have worked with crafting legislation to bring about, about the recreational policies that we just enacted. She, she lobbied year. to get like a uh, gift loophole like, it's, not, it's not a loophole. Oh, oh, it, it's, we have gifting in the state of New Mexico, uh, and we can gift up to two ounces per day per person. Wow. She and was giving out um, so joints at her campaign event. I will, be giving, I will be giving out fourth grand pre-rolls at my event, at my campaign events, because in New Mexico, it is legal to gift, and I will not accept any donations at those at that time so that no one can say that it's in kind or anything else and yes so we, we we got that passed we got parental protections in family court so that it could not be held against you that you were a medical cannabis patient um we got job protections so many things and worked for years and years and years on behalf of the medical community to protect their rights and we ended up with recreational adult use and like i said now that we have that um currently i we are still industrial hemp farmers because my license has not dropped but in about two weeks it should and at that time i will go on the secretary of state's website page and i will change my occupation to cannabis producer and gubernatorial candidate hmm. nice oh, at least you're giving out joints of cannabis to you know supporters instead of taking their money and spending it on meals <laughs> i mean Karen Bedoni, you you go through her like the secretary of state like the public fi you know the financing and you can find that she is spending most of her money on just meals and shopping trips and it runs with michael heiss and all the measles guys <laughs> frankly but yeah, I mean, and she's claiming I'm supporting small businesses. And then yeah. you go for the like 
places she spent in ruins just chain restaurants. It's like Or Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh yeah. A consulting yeah. isn't there a consulting group in um Tennessee. Yeah. I mean she I I have made a huge issue of her campaign finance reports because while it may be legal, it is completely unethical as far as I'm concerned to take two years worth of campaign contributions, spend every night in a hotel with her entire family and eat out five to six times a day. There was, there's been several news articles written on it in the Santa Fe, New Mexican about the gross misuse of her campaign finance. So yes, it is legal. I do understand that, but it is completely unethical. And so if anyone would like to go and look at her campaign finance reports, they're easily found on the Secretary of State's website. To New Mexico. New Mexico Secretary yeah. of State's website. <laughs> Hey, yeah, do we, that, does anyone in the uh, comments have questions for Ginger? I mean, we guess we'll let those roll in. Yeah, let those roll in because there's yeah. a little bit of a delay on the comments. Any, yeah. any other of the hosts have any questions to come up? Um, no, I have, at least for me, um, kind of got everything answered. So, Archie, you there? Oh. Yeah, I've just been on mute. <laughs> I mean, we've been talking for most of the whole time. So, so Skylar, you're from Amarillo? Yes. Well, we're going to have to meet up because you're just like right next door. I know. I'm basically right next door. I was like, Taos? I've been to Taos before. No, not Taos. Portalis. Portalis. Oh, Portalis. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Portalis. I've been there before, too. It's like right under Clovis. I'm like right yes. next to Mule Shoe. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I've been to Portales a few times. Um, usually when I'm, uh, I usually kind of stay around that area when I'm traveling to Colorado to uh, buy products. <laughs> well, hey, then you can just drive over to Portales and buy yes. products. And I own a cannabis farm, so. Well, there we go. <laughs> I can yeah, hook you up. Right we should have been the first state to legalize it because of Gary. Yes, I was thinking, I was like, it's Gary's state. It should have been the oh first my, Like, the thing that got me interested in Gary Johnson was, like, when he was running in 2012, my, my dad, he went to UNM um, when he was governor here. And, like, my dad was like, oh, my God, it's Gary Johnson. I remember everyone got all pissy. Well, the elected officials got all pissy when he tried to – when he came out in support of legalizing marijuana in the late 90s. Oh, so yeah, you, I remember that, too. We actually were the first state. We, we had a medical well, program. Yeah, first medical, I believe. Yes, we had but the, I'm we talking had, about recreation. Yeah, we had the first medical even before California. It was the then they, uh, Yeah. Uh, it was Jerry Apodaca was our governor, and his son, Jeff, uh, got pediatric cancer. And so we... Uh-oh. I think you guys just froze. I don't know if you can hear us still. <laughs> We're having a lot of technical issues today. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> do I do I have to read the Titanoboa page now? You might have to read the Titanoboa <laughs> page. It's been a while since I've read the Titanoboa page. What the heck was that? Oh, oh you're, you're back. back. You're back. <laughs> okay, yeah, you guys froze for a little bit. Yeah, y'all froze for a little bit, too. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Archie, I'm going to ask you to chime in again. 
Any specific uh, topic or the one we're the one we're talking just, about? Just, just uh, in general. Just chime in. Um, okay, I don't want to put you on the spot. I did have a question. Um, I, if you would, uh, you, you said you're for smart immigration of getting them through. What would you do if you were elected governor with the current um, illegal immigrants that are residing in New Mexico? Like, what is your plan for that? Uh, if they're here, if, and they're here, they're already here. Just open up an office and say, come in, let's make you legal so that you don't have to be afraid. Perfect answer. I mean, these, I, I know these people, I grew up with these people, they've my whole life with these people. They're not scary. They're not, you know, all of this, we should, there's, there's nothing to be afraid of. The tamale, you know, the, nobody's afraid of the tamale lady or the guy that stuckos your house. It's ridiculous. To paint, truck it, man. to paint them as some sort of, you know, evil. That, that, that is the most insane. And that people do that in New Mexico. I'm like, oh God. What I mean, the hell is wrong with you? Where are you from? You I mean, know these people. They're I mean, not scary. Been under, New Mexico has been under like Spanish control longer than American control. So Hispanics have been here for... I'm Hispanic. Me too. I just am Hispanic Jewish. And so, you know... I'm spaghetti Western. I got Italian. <laughs> I got told the other day that I white face. Sorry. This is the one I was born with. But my mom is as brown as the day is long. I don't, you know. <laughs> Jeremy, you got any questions? Um, no, I, th I think I am. I, I think I'm good. Um, pretty much got everything answered that I that I would have asked. So. Okay. So yeah, it sounds like we've we've covered a lot today. Um, I definitely wish both of you the best of luck in your races. It yeah. sounds like you're. Well, can um. So how can member can, can any can people out of state support you in any way in the next few days? Yes, they can give me money. Oh my God, I need so much money. I am hemorrhaging my own money just so hard. I went to national convention to try to get money, broke down, then had to rent a car, then spent a thousand dollars on uh, hotels, and then got robbed. Someone stole my handgun from my room. That's not mm -hmm. good. Yeah, out of my suitcase. Um, and it was brand new. It was so beautiful. It was a little teeny tiny nine millimeter six hour and it was beautiful and it was gone. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah so uh, ginger so it's ginger grider, the number four nm.com is my website, and that's where people can donate to me and please I need money so bad. And Otherwise, if you're not from New Mexico and you know someone in New Mexico, please call them in, and they're a registered libertarian. Please ask them to get out and vote for me. Please. Definitely. Anything. I'm going to let everyone I know around the Amarillo area because we do have we do have people who come by from New Mexico to get things, especially from like Clovis and such. Uh, I'll let all my friends know Thank about you. it. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you guys having me on more than you know. I just. Absolutely. No, we're happy to have you on. It sounds like your opponent has no place having the LP nomination. So. Yeah, you're I, a I just, I don't know what I'll do. I mean, I, I know libertarians are smart. I know they won't just go and lockstep vote like the rest of them do. But if whatever 
horde thing happens and her supporters actually realize that they need to register libertarian when i'm not giving them ideas well they can't i mean oh, I yeah on, on day of new mexico has a law that if you are not already registered or you are an independent or you are dts declined to state you can on that day change your registration to one of the major parties and pull a ballot so I am hoping that anyone that does not that is not an affiliated voter, if they would like to, I would really appreciate it. I am 100% libertarian to the core of my being. There is nothing that I believe government should be able to do to us. I am a pro-cannabis candidate, like I said. And so if any of those things trip your Twitter, please, day of, go change your voter registration at the sos website sos nm takes two seconds change it go pull a libertarian ballot fill in the bubble and write in ginger g greider that always happens backwards on the video fill in the bubble ginger <laughs> g greider there we go there we go all right is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up i was going to ask if you had anything to say but i think that was kind of like your your closing statement there it yeah was. i was like i was like we need to there's probably people in the audience who are like, oh my God, I don't want to see Karen Bedoni. <laughs> God. No, I know. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Sounds like that would be that would be pretty rough. But hopefully you win. So. Oh, I hope so. Thank you, gentlemen, from the bottom of my heart. Thank right. you so much. Absolutely. And Glad I got this going. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So thanks to both of you for coming on today. Um, mm -hmm. And thanks to everyone for watching. And uh, to all our viewers, we'll see you again in two weeks. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.